everyone. Anne Louise Gittleman here for another First Lady of Nutrition podcast. And today I'm delighted to bring you the founder of Bulletproof Coffee and a leading voice in the movement to take control of your own biology. He is none other than Dave Asprey, who's the father of biohacking. He started the movement and he's also responsible for making MCT oil, collagen protein, and functional coffee name brands. So without further ado, Dave Asprey, the one and only. Welcome again, Dave Asprey. How did you become the father of biohacking, for heaven's sakes? Uh, well, I spent many years running an anti-aging nonprofit group where I was under 30 and all of our members were over 60. Uh, and I was just learning so much uh, from uh, these masters. We bring people in every month and I could never get anyone um, who was growing their career to pay attention to all this stuff that for me, uh, gave me huge mental powers, uh, made me lose 100 pounds, just all this precious knowledge. And I realized it's because the only people who care about anti-aging have already experienced aging. <laughs> and, <laughs> How true and, that is. And the only people who care about health are people who are sick. Everyone else is like, I kind of care about health, but I care about my career and pizza and you know going on a date. And it's just never a top priority until you don't have a choice. And I ran into that when I was young. So I'm like, what's the language that's going to talk about what happens here? And it turns out about, or it turns out it's the language of control and having control over your own biology. It might mean something different when you're 18 and you're just getting started. It's how do I make my brain do what I want? How do I make all these emotions work? And as we age and go through different stages and different things with our health, Control unites the kombucha mom with a professional athlete, with an astronaut, with a hedge fund manager, uh, with whatever it is you do in your life. It's we want our bodies to behave themselves. And that was the name I came up with, biohacking. Hackers take control of systems they don't understand. We don't understand the human body all the way, but we know enough to say, if you do this, this is likely to happen. Let's use that. So is it true? I mean, I've read all your biographical material and I stand in great awe and admiration of you, by the way. You're also a very nice guy. I don't, oh, I know, thank you. I need my listening audience to know that you're not just full of yourself and the father of biohacking, but you have a charming kind of magnetism, which I find very, very attractive. Is it true, my friend, that you've personally spent $2 million taking control of your own biology? Well, the number keeps going up <laughs> um, in part because uh, I do spend more on it. The real number is probably a million and change. And it's sort of, there's an article out there that says I'm a billionaire, by the way. <laughs> it's like, no, when I was 26, I made $6 million. And then I lost it when I was 28. But, you know, the media will just continuously add things. So somewhere north of a million bucks is a, is a real number. I spent about $300,000 recovering my health from toxic mold and Lyme disease and just all the stuff that, that you and I know about. I was getting old when I was young because of environmental factors and genetic factors and infectious factors. But then I spent a lot more. I've done probably more stem cells than most people alive, if not anyone alive. Uh, and I, I wrote a big book about anti-aging where I went out and I did all the stuff the crazy billionaires are doing and talk about why it works and then what are the, the free or very affordable ways we can use the same pathways because we know more now. 
So I had to experience all that. So it, the number is relatively large. We'll put it that way. But you, you really established some very important categories that are million dollar. I think they're billion dollar categories. What, what are they exactly? Well, if you enjoy collagen protein right now, uh, you can. It's because think, of you. Yeah, it's because of me. It was an unknown uh, supplement when I started Bulletproof, but the science was so solid that I made the first collagen protein bar that outsold Kind Bar. Uh, and if you've heard of MCT oil, it was a, a weightlifter supplement from the 80s that gave you yes. what we call disaster pants. And, and Louise, <laughs> you remember when that had a little bump in the 80s and ever since then, no one talked about it. It turns out there's a study that shows it has very positive effects on Alzheimer's disease, but it's also a billion dollar category now. And you can thank uh, my work, the whole biohacking movement for MCT oil, for functional coffee, where coffee is a superfood instead of bad for you. Uh, that was something else I did. And um, it, it's remarkable, uh, to, to be honest. 500 million cups of Bulletproof coffee, which I'm, I'm really well known for, uh, have been served. People lost a million pounds based on my first book. And um, I just wanted five people to not go through all the pain and suffering I went through when I started my blog. I, I already had a good job for a public company. I, I didn't know it would go in this direction, but it felt like the right thing to do. Actually, it is. And tell me about your podcast. Is it something like 200 million downloads, something incredible like that? We're going into our 10th year, and we just passed 250 million downloads. Uh, mazel tov. Oh, th thank you. But it, it's kind of a responsibility, Anne Louise, and, and you've affected a lot of people's lives over your career, the number of books you've written. If if you're consuming 250 million hours of human lifetime with, with a show, uh, that's probably 100 full lifetimes of consciousness of you know people being awake for that amount of time, maybe more than 100 at this point. So if I'm wasting people's time or misinforming them uh, or uh, doing something negative, that kind of makes me a mass murderer. And if I'm doing something that returned more value to them than the time they spent, then it was a worthy task. So as the show gets bigger and bigger, uh, the the moral responsibility to do something worthy it goes up and up. greater and greater. Right. Were you a fat kid, Dave? I was a fat kid. I hit uh, 300, actually, to be truly, really honest, 297 pounds naked, but I just rounded up to 300. How tall uh, are when you? I was, I'm 6'4". Um, that was when I was about 22, maybe 23 uh, when I hit that weight. And I started piling on weight even, you know, 6th, 7th grade. I had the you know, triple ripple stomach, uh, the, the puffy face. That is kind of how the 90s kids uh, or 80s kids, I guess that would have been looked. And it's because we had shifted the oil consumption in the U.S. We're eating brand muffins and squeeze margarine, which is what creates that look in kids. My kids don't have that look because they don't eat that stuff. So we're we can return to how we're supposed to look. I I, I have stretch marks all over <laughs> my upper legs uh, and my where I used to have love handles. But I'm 11 percent body fat now. Uh, and I, I run between 210 and 230, depending on how much muscle I put on, which is um, very easy to do for me. Um, so I kind of go through cycles of that. So have you actually maintained your weight loss? It's been about 100 pounds. Have you, have you maintained that I, on your bulletproof diet? I have maintained the weight loss of 100 pounds of fat. Uh, so like I said, muscle does go up and down, but the fat runs between 10 and a half and maybe at upper range, 13% uh, fat. So I'm carrying around 28 pounds of fat maximum on my frame. And I know that cause I have all the gear from one of my companies that measures that. <laughs> so I, I get good data and 
I've been able to maintain that weight without dieting, without being hungry. I can go 24 hours without eating and it just doesn't matter because I don't have the voice in my head telling me that I'm going to die if I don't eat the cookie, which was omnipresent for me. It was a huge problem, just cravings and just intense hunger. And sometimes I'd win, sometimes I wouldn't. And these brain brownouts, that's all gone. Uh, so it's not an effort at all. I just don't experience hunger the way I used to because I learned what not to eat. <laughs> that made a big difference. I learned when to eat and then I learned what to eat. So what I've seen in you, which is why I stand in such great admiration, is you don't just rehash popular trends of the day. You're actually an innovative and creative thinker. So how are you different than keto and intermittent oh. fasting? I, I need to really <laughs> ask you that, yeah. my friend. I love that question. Thank you, Anne-Louise. Well, I did the keto diet in the late 90s, and I didn't invent it. That was Robert Atkins who did this. My and dear friend, may he rest in peace. Yes. What an innovator. And he did so much more than just keto. Mm -hmm. um, his, his book on nutritional supplementation was decades extraordinary. ahead. Extraordinary. Yeah. And so just huge, huge respect. I lost 50 pounds on the Atkins diet uh, in my, um, right, I don't know, sometime mid, late 20s. And the problem was the other 50 pounds took me more than 10 years to take off because uh, the, the genius of keto that he came across, unfortunately, didn't include all of the knowledge that we needed around the type of fat that you eat and around exactly. inflammatory toxins. So I was carrying 50 pounds of fat and 50 pounds of inflammation maybe. And when you go to a low carb conference or when you went to one 10 plus years ago, you'd see all these incredibly obese people walking around. And, and I, you know, I was a speaker at these things and I'd say, you know, Hey, um, are you sure this is working for you? And they say, Oh yeah. You know, a few years ago I lost a hundred pounds. I'm only 400 pounds. I only have a hundred more to go, <laughs> oh my gosh. but I just have to get my carbs a little bit lower. I'm, I'm doing 15 grams of carbs a day, but I'm going to go down to 10 grams of carbs a day. And then I'm going to lose my other hundred pounds. And they're saying this as they're pouring NutraSweet or aspartame onto their food, which makes you fat. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was a big thing about keto. Number one, you have to eat the right fats and the right proteins because different proteins and different fats do, do different, different things to you. Things. And number two, you can't be putting toxins and food colorings in your food mm -hmm. because they make you fat. And mm. that was big, but even then people get sick on keto. So after I hacked this and got it all done and developed the Bulletproof Diet, uh, it turns out cycling through keto is really important. You can be in ketosis for a week, maybe two, but then having a meal of carbs, I prefer doing it once a week for people, uh, a meal of carbs uh, that feeds your gut bacteria really prevents the leaky gut and the inflammation because I right. got tired of uh, the keto bros, I call them. If you have another gram of carbs, you're a bad person and they're wrecking their health. So the Bulletproof Diet was a cyclical keto diet and there were five aspects that are now in popular culture that were all in the diet and people are still very actively doing the Bulletproof Diet. And here's the five things in the first chapter of the book. Okay, avoid omega-6 fats. And this is now just becoming a big thing. More and more people in the carnivore community are talking about it. Uh, Dr. Mercola, 
um, is working really big on this, how do we get that down? The body needs some omega-6 fats, but we don't need the huge amounts of soybean oil, linoleic acid, and damaged fats we're getting. So they are essential, but not at the levels that we we started doing because of our weird uh, oil choices. Right, right. And let's just differentiate between the linoleic acid that's highly processed and refined and GLA, which is important in evening primrose oil. That, thank and, you. And borage um, oil, because he very 100%. much ignores that, yeah. Um, and by the way, I actually put GLA in some of the supplements I've formulated because it's so important. So, and there's also Very conjugated. Yes, conjugated linoleic acid is a major yeah. weight loss. It is. In fact, it's Agent. it's one of the reasons I recommend grass-fed butter and beef instead of corn-fed because you get CLA that way. Yes. So thank you. GLA and CLA are special instances of where you do want it. And even in you know, the lowest omega-6 oils that you can get, unless they're refined, there's always one or 2%. So it's not like we don't get any of it, it's just that we have an absurd amount of it. Uh, so I, I appreciate your, um, your little, diligence on nudge, pointing out those things. My little notes yeah. there, thank you, continue yeah. on, thank you. Um, so on the Bulletproof Diet, um, we get rid of the vast majority of just straight up linoleic acid. And it means you switch to more saturated fats, which have very good benefits on cell membranes if they don't come with toxins and hydrogenation and things like that. Number two, you avoid lectins. And Dr. Gundry, who's a, a cardiac surgeon and a friend, has written a whole book called The Plant Paradox now about lectins, but yeah, that's part of it. And then there's oxalates. Many people have problems processing large amounts of this plant toxin that's there to keep you from overeating it. You and mean it puts like a stress the almond the flour that everybody's eating instead of gluten? You know, it's rough. I'm, I'm against kale and raw spinach or cooked spinach for that matter. There are techniques I teach on how you could cook them if you really have to eat them to reduce your risk. Almond flour is a problem. But you can't eliminate oxalates from your diet, but you can choose not to slap yourself in the face with them. <laughs> so uh, almond flour is not high on my list, but I think it's better for most people than gluten. Uh, so the deal is you don't really want to do grains. But if you look at this, okay, now I've got a diet that incorporated low omega-6, no lectins, no oxalates. These are all trending topics today, 10 years after the book came out. Yes. Or uh, and then there was a couple more things. One was the awareness of histamine in our food, which is related to mast cells. Now it's related to long COVID as well. And we're realizing, oh, when food is, is left over for too long, microbes grow. They transform certain kinds of amino acids into compounds that trigger allergies and inflammation. So there's a reason you have them off on top the next morning. And the other one was mycotoxins that are in there. And these are storage toxins or field toxins, especially in grain and corn, that wreak havoc on your body. And I'm well known for making a mold-free coffee because the government safe levels, if there even are any mandated in different food supplies, um, are economically feasible, but they aren't there for optimal health. So freshness of your food and where it came from really matters because of this. So all of these have been trending in recent years, but putting them all in one diet, along with the first recent book, that included intermittent fasting as part of it. The Bulletproof Diet uses intermittent fasting and you can have coffee during a fast and won't break the fast um, because there isn't a rule that says you can only have water during a fast. It's don't raise insulin during a fast. And before we continue, I want to thank yet once again, my wonderful sponsors, UnikeyHealth.com, the home of all my formulations, including BioBuilder, MagKey, and SuperGI Cleanse, as well as CS-Health.com, the home of the only official 
activated sulforaphane products for internal and external body and beauty care. Thank you so much, my wonderful sponsors. So how many books have you written? I mean, I know about Bulletproof. I know about Headstrong. I know about Fast. Is it called Fast This Way, your newest one? The newest one is called Fast This Way. And there was one called Game Changers. And I wish that I had known you back then. Game Changers came from my podcast. My podcast will soon be called The Human Upgrade. But if you just search for Dave Asprey, you'll find it. And what's What's interesting is I got to interview masters. These are people who have changed the game, who have decades of achievement. And I asked them for three answers to one question. Three most important pieces of advice for someone who wants to perform better as a human being, not in mm. their career, not on the field, but just as a person. Mm. And I statistically analyzed the answers and wrote a book called Game Changers. So that would be number four. There's a cookbook, number five. And my very first book, Anne Louise, was called The Better Baby Book. And it was, to this day, it is one of the most comprehensive books that you could ever find about what to do before and during pregnancy to have healthier, smarter, happier kids. It's the program my wife, who's a medical doctor, and I uh, did in order to restore her fertility and have one child at 39 and one at 42 without IVF. How so wonderful. You, you can do that. How wonderful. So biohacking is a real thing these days if you were to tell me the 10 most important biohacks for better sleep better brain function what would they be and louise the biohacking movement is a global movement now global global Latin don't, America, you do, don't you China. do a conference every year dave we did a conference actually the week before recording this we had almost three thousand people uh, in florida uh, and it was the biggest one we've ever done, 150,000 square feet and more than 100 vendors. So it, it's a, a vibrant movement. And people say, well, what is biohacking? So I'm going to define it uh, in a kind of a clear way. And then I'll tell you the top 10 biohacks. Thank you. The definition when I, I first came up with this, I spent a long time on it. And it's the art and science of changing the environment around you and inside of you so that you have full control of your own biology. Now, that's interesting, full control. It means you could be younger, you could be faster, smarter, you could sleep better, you could be less stressed, whatever you want. You, know, you can look like a balloon animal if you wanna really lift a lot of weights and eat a lot of protein, but it's yours and you get to do what you want with it. So changing the environment around you is oftentimes easier than changing the one inside you because your body responds to the environment around you. And that was a unique angle on, on biohacking, why it's not just health food. And one of the biggest biohacks is to change the light that you're exposed to. Light is a nutrient and light is a big timing signal for the body. So one of my companies called TrueDark makes patented glasses that radically change sleep and change brain energy during the day, even changes measurable on an EEG. And if we were to all dim our lights at night, <laughs> just in the evening when the sun is down outside, the incidence of diabetes, cancer, heart attacks, stress, uh, hormonal problems would go down dramatically. We have a major timing problem because it's just too bright at night for what our bodies want. So this is beyond just the blue light that you're getting from your computers. You're talking about light, period. There are changes in the, the spectrums of light, but blue light blocking glasses do too much during the day. If they block all the blue, you won't get the wake up signal. And it, blocking blue at night, it's one of four spectrums that wakes you up. So blue blockers at night are not enough and they're too much during the day. So what TrueDark does is 
at night especially there's the colors of light there's the angle the intensity so you can put on glasses or you could get dimmer switches you want to reduce the amount the brightness of light and you want to have a lot more of the sunset colors and you want to have very little of the bright white and bright blue because our bodies know at a cellular level if there's bright white light it must be daytime because in nature you can't get white light you can have a fireplace that's all you get at night you can have moonlight mm -hmm. on you know once a month that's it so um, we we have a big problem that really isn't acknowledged there. The second one that I would recommend people look at is air quality. I did a documentary and it is a gift. It's moldymovie.com uh, and it's one about toxic mold. There are a hundred million structures in the US including a lot of schools that have a problem with maintenance. So mold grows inside the walls. It's one of the reasons I was obese. It breaks up marriages, it causes mm -hmm. emotional stress causes immune issues. So an air filter <laughs> and maybe testing the air in your house if it smells like a mop could save your life. So did you grow up in an environment that was particularly moldy? Aren't you from New Mexico, if I remember correctly? I am from New Mexico and you'd think Arizona, New Mexico would have few problems with mold. One would think. The mold that lives there, because it's not wet very often, when it is wet, that mold goes crazy. So they're very aggressive species. I lived in a basement in Albuquerque when I was a kid that had been flooded and then you know drained and everything was fine. We didn't know about mold in the 80s, but I would get 10 nosebleeds a day, which is a very mm. common sign of mold exposure. Mm. You get nightmares. Um, even the stretch marks I have are tied to mold because when your body is so busy detoxing, it's not going to make healthy collagen, which is the basis for skin. Um, so I, I had huge allergies, asthma, autoimmunity, ODD, OCD, ADD, and Asperger's syndrome when I was young. It's amazing what happens when you poison your brain. And I did have it imaged with Dr. Daniel Amen, who's a dear friend. Wonderful and guy. I love the guy. Uh, he said, Dave, your brain looks like someone who lives under a bridge using street drugs. You had chemically induced brain damage from mold toxins. Mm. I fixed all that, but I grew up with that. <laughs> I mm. wish I hadn't done that, but that's why I did a documentary. The awareness of this is big. So now you're going, wait, Dave, you're telling me, turn off my lights at night and breathe clean air. You just change how the environment around you. How revolutionary. <laughs> but it works. We just don't know how big these are. Um, the other big biohack, uh, and by the way, biohacking is a new word in the English language. In 2018, Merriam-Webster's added it as an official word in the dictionary, and I'm even in the online dictionary for it, which is cool. Thanks but to you, yes. It's, it's cool that this awareness is coming out there. The other thing you got to pay attention to is what is going on with your food? <laughs> Every day, we take six pounds of air and some amount of food or maybe stored energy from the body, and we turn it into electricity, just like you charge your phone every night. We, we do that. And if you're not looking at the quality of the fats, the quality of the proteins, and removing the toxins from your food, or at least many of them, you're missing out on a major opportunity to have more energy and more focus every day. Uh, so I mean, that's something we talked about earlier, but uh, the idea that I should get all of my, my nutrients from Mother Nature, that would make sense if you got all of your toxins from mother nature. But unfortunately in the US we have 10,000 chemicals that have never been tested for safety that are approved in our environment and they're all over the place. So you're not in a natural environment, you need extra support. And I am a fan of nutritional supplementation as well as eating very high quality nutrient dense foods. Excellent. 
So where does your human upgrade centers fall into this ah. picture? Is that the ultimate biohack, P.S.? It, it is the ultimate biohack. Upgrade Labs is a company that I started about seven years ago uh, in L.A., right underneath Arnold Schwarzenegger's office uh, mm. in, in Santa Monica. It's actually cool. And what I said is, why is it that there are these technologies that put on muscle three times faster than lifting weights? fix your cardio and in fact, improve your cardio in about 5% of the time that most people spend not getting results. And how is it that you can recover faster than mother nature wants? Well, there's all these technologies, usually from unusual sources, from in inventors and NASA knows about them or pro athletes do. But the rest of us, maybe some Hollywood celebrities, like, why do you look like that? Well, it's because they have access to technology that lets us break the rules. I bought all the technology for myself to recover. I have a million dollar lab. I'm recording this from a barn that is now full of gear. And I said, it's not fair that we aren't making this available. So now Upgrade Labs is franchising. We just signed our first deal. We announced it uh, literally two weeks before recording this. Uh, it'll be open in Philly. We're open in LA, we're open in Victoria, BC. And my goal is to have a hundred locations in the next little while. This so what, is where what you are you doing in there? Are you doing actual testing? Oh yeah. You go in and we put you on a piece of equipment that tells us how inflamed you are and how good your cells are at processing energy. Uh, it's called cell phase angle. And from there, uh, we say, all right, what do you want to do today and how much time do you have? And they tell us their goal. And we say, all right, we're going to use our algorithms, um, our machine learning systems, and we're going to tell you which of our interventions to do in the right order. So we have a whole body thing called the red charger and you lay on this for 20 to 40 minutes and it uses a combination of several frequencies of light, not just red and infrared, which are well known for light therapy. And it actually adds electrons to your body, changes blood flow in a very beneficial way and it increases collagen synthesis, which is really cool. And these are all just what red light and infrared light and the other frequencies we use are documented to in, in medical studies on PubMed. So I'm talking about light therapy in general, not a specific thing um, at Upgrade Labs. But when people come in, they lay there and go, I can't believe I look different, but I feel so much energy. And that may be all you need because you're jet lagged. Or we'll do lymphatic drainage using um, a, a clinically approved set of compression pants. People lose a dress size usually in two of those treatments if they have a build up of lymphatic fluid. So you kind of have some puffiness. You can actually get rid of that and all the toxins that come with it. Uh, we'll also let you do the cardiovascular stuff. It literally takes seven minutes without sweating and you get more results than spending an hour in a spin class. Wow. And uh, putting on muscle, if your body's ready to put on muscle, easily three times more than you would get from picking up weights the way we used to. Because all of human history, exercise has been running away from or towards tigers and lifting rocks. And with all the tech available in the world today, we can do way better. So is this where you're moving in this direction, my friend? I mean, you've written your yeah. books, you've established yourself as an innovator, creator, game changer par excellence so this is your your new love human upgrade centers can people find out about you at daveasprey.com is all this information there about the world of dave asprey it is indeed daveasprey.com is the best place to do it and my podcast is called the human upgrade formerly known as bulletproof radio excellent and do you still own bulletproof coffee by the way 
I have lots of investors in Bulletproof Coffee, but I am a large shareholder of Bulletproof Coffee, and I'm focusing as CEO at Upgrade Labs. That's my my big new expansion. I want everyone to get hours back every week that they don't have to waste on ineffective things. And I want everyone to have way more energy because my fundamental belief after 20 years of doing this is that when we have enough energy, we are wired in our cells to be nice to each other. We need more kindness and less anxiety. Energy is what it takes to be kind. Oh, what a nice note. That's such a lovely note to end off on. So thank you so much, Dave Asprey, for being my very special guest on First Lady of Nutrition. I hope you come back again. I'm enthralled by what you do. I stand in great admiration of your work, and I thank you. And Louise, you are so welcome. And I've got to also say huge amounts of respect for the work you've been doing for decades. I learned so much when I had you on my show, and I love it that you're continuing to share from the, just the rich source of knowledge you have. Keep doing it. Thank you. And thank you, everyone. Shalom, 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 uvracha. Please don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.